I think it would just be like, it was just going to be like a fun class for me. I feel like there's a lot of um, skills that you learn from this that can be applied to a lot of different things. And I do think it's a really great resume builder as well. So honestly, at first, I kind of signed up for this class because I thought it was kind of like funny. The more I think about it, like, I think this class could actually be helpful. Um, I took this class because I listened to a lot of podcasts. Hello and welcome to the pod class, your weekly lesson in audio storytelling. I'm your host, Tony Dieslan-Smith. I'm an assistant professor of practice in the Brian Lamb School of Communication at Purdue University, and I teach a course on podcasting. And this podcast is my way of sharing what we're learning in that class with you. So if you're interested in learning a podcast or you're teaching podcasting, this is the podcast for you. This is the pod class. Test, test. Does anyone actually like the sound of their own voice? Students always tell me they hate their voice. They hate listening to it. And it's interesting because podcasts are so popular, but I don't know anyone who actually likes to listen to their own voice. It's weird. In class, we talk quite a bit about voice. Not like the sound of it, like the pitch and cadence or whatever, but about how our voice presents our thoughts, our point of view, our experiences, how we connect with our audience, no matter the pitch or cadence of our voice, or maybe despite it sometimes. What is important is that it is authentic. It comes from us, no matter what we sound like. There's going to be a listener out there who connects with our voice and with what we're saying, and ultimately with us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to It All Stems From Literature, a podcast where this STEM major talks about some of my favorite classic literature, why I think they're important. Ava Bickner is one of my students. She found her way to my class because of her interest in audio. She's actually studying to be an audio engineer. I like Ava's voice. Shakespeare, a true staple of high school English. Doesn't she sound great? But like most people, she doesn't like her own voice. In our interview, she told me a little secret about how she uses her ingenuity to help her deal with listening to her own voice as she edits her podcast in this class. Check it out. Thanks so much, Ava, for being here today. Uh, let's talk about class, okay? Okay. So your pod, your podcast is literature from a STEM major's point of view, which is like a mix of the humanities and the sciences. Yes. Why would someone who is your, you were in the engineering field as a major, mm-hmm. why would you want to take a podcasting, podcasting class? Um, for one, podcasts are something I've been really interested in. Ever since high school, I've been listening to a lot of them just all the time. It's a storytelling medium that I think is just really interesting and not a lot of people talk about it. But um, a big reason why I think a lot of people would want to take a class like this is, especially in STEM, it feels really easy to be like burnt out just mm. doing a bunch of science, a bunch of math. And I think like humanities and just communicating with people can be really important to try to feel like you're accomplishing and making something when you're taking all of these classes that seem to like not um, not that they don't amount to anything but there's nothing to show for it yeah there's not like a direct output 
like yeah. here where we have our file mm-hmm. and it's on spotify and it looks nice and shiny like there yeah you can see what you're making in this class and feel that sense of accomplishment more than other classes i feel like and i'll clarify by saying that you're actually going into audio engineering which is makes total sense actually for a podcasting yes. class um you mentioned that you listened to podcasts in high school. I'm so curious. What kind of podcasts do high schoolers listen to? So my friend got me into podcasts by recommending me a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, actually. Ah, okay, cool. So I started listening to that, and then it was just interesting. It's mo- I mostly listen to fiction. Um, I've listened to a couple nonfiction, a couple news ones, but it's mostly just fictional stories it's a lot of fun yeah no that's another area we don't do that in this class but that is definitely another area that's really interesting um doing the narrative podcast i i think that first week i introduced you guys to the star wars one that got Mm -hmm. me into audio storytelling it's funny how the fiction leads us into the nonfiction production um Let's see here. So taking this class so far, has there been anything that we've done or we've discussed or studied that has surprised you? Um, It's much more difficult to like almost present yourself on a podcast than I thought it was. You mean like it's not just like talking to a friend? You don't just like talk and then you have a podcast. There's like some thought and effort that has to go into it and i think that definitely surprised me yeah because well we've i've only listened to one full episode you've done so far Mm -hmm. and i have to say and everyone in the class who listened to it we wanted more i know were you surprised by that reaction it was it was shorter it was a very short podcast yes and everybody wanted you to talk more i know i making that first episode was really hard and i got to a point where like I it was technically due on Friday and I was like finishing up on Sunday and I kind of just went I know it's so short but I just want to get it out there honestly yeah yeah you just get her done at that point get her done and I was like I can learn from this I can get some feedback from this and we can hopefully make the other one better and longer Mm -hmm. and hopefully do more with it well what surprised me because the topic is not sent the topic is not necessarily something I would like choose on my own which Mm -hmm. is like an examination of literature right um if i were i would want someone who's an expert in literature or something but you kind of give this uh almost like tapping on the shoulder hey friend you should pay attention to this again because you're missing some cool parts of it Mm -hmm. kind of feel it very relatable very authentic and i was really surprised at how interested I wasn't in. And so I think the other students felt the same way. Do you was that your goal with the podcast or is that just how it came out? It was my goal cuz honestly I've been doing this since like middle school where all of my friends would complain about like things we're learning in English and I'd be like, "Wait, no, guys, it's actually really cool. I promise." <laughs> I just I find that like a lot of people are willing to listen and care when I'm just authentically enthusiastic about what I care about. Yeah. So I was like, I can just be excited about these books and people will care. Mm-hmm. Because people 
like to hear what other people are excited about. Absolutely. If you're excited about it and you have those like little tidbits that people wouldn't think about, they would. And like I said, mm-hmm. it's not a subject I would pick. And I got surprised by it. So nice, nice job. Thank you. Um, what what do you how do you feel about like recording and editing your own voice? There's, you know, the the first thing students always tell me is I hate listening to my own voice. How is that going for you? I really didn't like listening to my voice actually for the first episode because it was just so much. I actually put like a pitch shifter on it so it like it made it sound like Saul. I was listening to the guy from Saul talk about Hamlet so that I could edit it without having to deal with listening to my own voice. So you you altered it for the edit? I altered it to be able to edit it. Oh my god. And then I just changed it back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've never heard of this technique. Well, is that something you think you're going to keep doing? Because I have to say, I really enjoy your voice on uh, in your podcast. I thought it's great. Thank you. I I would like to try to be able to get used to my voice because it was a lot of work, but I was just very tired, very stressed, and it took one less thing to deal with having oh, yeah. to listen to myself. Yeah, I, I, and that's the thing I hear a lot from students is like they don't want to hear their own voice mm-hmm. and then... I try and push everybody to learn to love their voice. I had the same issue. It took forever for me to accept that I sound the way I do. Mm-hmm. But I've had so many people who listen to the podcast tell me, you have like a podcast voice. And I was like, really? I never thought I did. I remember you mentioning like I had a good voice for podcasting when we did like the in-class practicing editing out swear words. And that actually made me feel really good. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, you sound like um, one of the reporters on This American Life. <laughs> like, I can imagine you on that. Thank you. Know you. I mean? It meant a lot. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad that it resonated because I do believe that. I do believe that every student actually, or mm-hmm. anybody has the voice for podcasting. As long as you embrace that voice and you're excited about what you're talking about, Yeah, there's going to be someone who will listen and enjoy you. And I think like as people get more comfortable, it'll get better. Because definitely when I hear it, it sounds almost fake because I'm trying to like be a podcaster and i think once i stop trying to do that and i'm just me on a podcast it'll be better i'll feel better about it yeah i think i think there is so when i say authentic i don't Mm -hmm. mean that you have to be just yourself mostly just means that it's coming true you're not acting but you are presenting and i think there is a fine line because I know that some students just kind of wing it and they're just like gabbing with their friends and it comes off very messy and not made for the listener. So there is a line. So don't, you know, don't, uh, I guess, scrutinize yourself too hard because you you don't want to go too anchorman, but you don't want to be too Mm -hmm. winging it. And we got to find that line, which I guess is part of the practice in the class. Um, Are there any advice that you would give students who are interested in taking this class? Um, honestly, just be okay to, like, go for it and kind of be okay to maybe hate what you make the first time. Yeah. Because, like, if you expect perfection, you're never going to be happy. And, like, this this is a class. It's to learn about it. You're not going to be happy with everything you make here. But you kind of have to just accept that and make something so you can learn from it. Yeah, no, that is such a valuable lesson. Sometimes you learn from failing. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean I'm going to fail you in the class, but <laughs> I'm, totally, not. I'm totally aware. 
that not everything's going to work the first time and that you guys will get it by the the end of the semester. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's a good place for us to stop today. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the pod class, your weekly lesson in audio storytelling. And thanks to our guest today, Ava. If you want to hear more of our conversation, check out the Office Hours bonus episode. And if you want to hear Ava's podcast, It All Stems From Literature, you can find the link in our show notes. Next week, we'll have another student in the hot seat to talk about the podcast they're producing. Until then, I'm Tony Deaslan-Smith. The pod class is a production of the Brian Lamb School of Communications Digital Media Production Center at Purdue University.